Hey, it's Justin, and before we jump into today's podcast, I want to just say Happy New Year. Here's to a great 2021, and all of us getting off to a fast start in 2021, and to just great things ahead for all of you. I know here at the Contender Cast, we've got some amazing content planned for the next couple of weeks and months. You guys are going to love it. As you know, we are focused on the consumer products, consumer services, retail, and, and leadership space and entrepreneurship space, quite frankly, around that. So um, I, you guys are going to love what we've got planned for the year. Um, and starting off the year strong today, we've got the CEO. And founder of Blender Bombs, Helen is going to join us. And um, at the end, when she shares with you her website information, just know you can go and use a special code Contender15 to get 15% off of their products. And so enjoy today's podcast and listen, let's have a great 2021. Welcome to ContenderCast, a global leadership and consumer industries entrepreneurship podcast centered on shining a light on bright ideas. And now, here's your host, Justin Hahnemann. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks for downloading. Thanks for listening. It's Justin Hahnemann on the ContenderCast. We're shining a light on bright ideas. It's a Friday here as we're recording this episode. And on the podcast today is one of my new friends, Helen Hall. She is the CEO and founder of Blender Bombs. I mean, how cool is Woo-hoo! that? I know. Helen, Blender Bombs, like I when your PR people sent this over to me, I was like, how quickly can we get you scheduled? This is so cool. And I had so much Aww. fun diving in. So thanks for being with us today. Again, I'm so glad. Very excited. Yeah, this, um, is, this is And we cool. have so much to talk about. We do. All I, the bombs, bombs away. Bombs away. I mean, yeah, I can't even wait to get to the naming of some of your products, which we'll do in a couple minutes. And um, I, I've got some questions on that. So, but let's let's do this. So, um, our audience hasn't met you before. I'm so excited that you're here with us today. Um, let's start with this. You you founded this company called Blender Bombs, but how did this all start for you? You know, what was it that kind of even gave you the idea to to start a business in this space? It was by accident, um, to say the least. So when I was in college, I gained 30 pounds. Oh, of course, the freshman like 30. a lot of people do. <laughs> it wasn't the freshman <laughs> yes, 15. The freshman 30. <laughs> oh, no, 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 it was double that. Oh, and God. so I tried, you know, all sorts of fad diets to lose the weight. I would lose it, gain it back, lose it, gain it back. I tried you know, paleo, keto, vegan, low carb, high fat, all of those things. And, you know, I would lose some of the weight, but then I would just gain it right back because nothing was a lifestyle for me. Sure. I could not see myself doing any of those diets long-term because it was very restrictive. It wasn't healthy, you know? So the turning point for this, uh, kind of switching up my diet and my lifestyle was when I went to a doctor in Columbia, South Carolina, where I went to college. Go Cox! Right, and Gamecocks, my, that's right. <laughs> my dog. I asked. I said, "Excuse me, sir, but I am always hungry. Food controls my mind. I'm always thinking about <laughs> food. I always want to eat a snack right before bed." And that's when he explained to me what fiber was and what the concept of eating nutrient dense foods were. So, fiber obviously is what is found in a lot of you know plants. So, fruits vegetables, uh, nuts, seeds, all those sort of items are very high in fiber. And then he also explains, you know, a calorie is a unit of energy and you want to eat nutrient dense foods. Um, so he gave me a list of nuts and seeds, which we all know are very high in calories, but he gave me a list of nuts and seeds to have every day that had 
every essential amino acid and every essential fatty acid. Wow. So those are those are what you need to be. This is getting scientific, and I'll, I'll cut it short. But no, like, it's great. That's Please. a complete protein, right? Sure. So I went home. I started adding the chia seeds, hemp seeds, flax seeds, walnuts, pecans almonds, all of those nuts and seeds from my smoothie every morning, and it kept me Yum. full for a really long time. Wow. Um, and it, after doing that smoothie for about a week, it was the first time in my life where I didn't crave sweets before bed. Wow. Um, and it, it sounds like magic, and it might might be magic, or it's not <laughs> magic, and it's just, you know, plants from the earth that are used the right way. It's nothing crazy. So I, instead of, you know, measuring out all those ingredients every day to put into my smoothie. Um, I became a personal trainer and I, I tried to have that. them measure out all those ingredients. It didn't work. They didn't have enough time to do it. They had kids, they had jobs, they had a busy life. Sure. So I rolled up all those ingredients into a ball, sold them the, <laughs> sold them the balls. <laughs> and That's crazy. they started throwing the balls in their blender. <laughs> Hence blender bombs. Got it. Did it, was it ever going to exactly. be blender balls or was that, no, that was never an option. It was going to be like, it was, <laughs> it was actually smoothie bombs at first. And oh, wow. I got well, you had you worked at a smoothie week. <laughs> right? Didn't you work at a smoothie place before that? Right? Hustle. Yes. Well, no. So close. I worked at a smoothie place before that. Oh, um, got it. And then Hustle is the smoothie bar that we opened. Oh, um, very good. Last year. Got it. That's crazy. yeah. That's pretty awesome. So I started off by rolling these blender bombs, selling them to my clients, and then word of mouth grew, and I, you know, started a Shopify account. And people from all over just started buying them. And it scaled very, very quickly because I would just screenshot the testimonials. People would text me or DM me and sure. put it on my story. And the product really sold itself. Wow. So was there... Okay, this is pretty cool. So you know, kind of homemade at first, right? And then was there really any packaging? or And was there only like one blender no. bomb? You know, or was it... You know, what did that even look like at first? It was just the original blender bomb. And it was... At first, it was sold in Ziploc bags, and then when I started the Shopify, I put so it in funny. like a cardboard box. Oh yeah, <laughs> and then so... the oil would seep through oh, into the cardboard no. box. And... But so you learn all that, right? In the plastic bag and the box. Yeah, but these are the things you learn, right? When you're getting started with something, you're trying to make it work. Yes, exactly. I did everything I could, and. You know, customers knew it was just this random girl from Charleston just selling, <laughs> you know, bombs on the internet. <laughs> so I, I will say a lot of times when I do interviews, you know, I look at someone's background, the school, their school and their undergrad. And a lot of times it's like doesn't align at all to what they're doing in their in their startup world or in the entrepreneurship space. But you did have you got your degree at South Carolina in consumer merchandising and retail. Like, did that help at all with getting this started? Do you know what I'm saying? Or, or where did you kind of get the the insights on how to even get started in this space to be totally honest i haven't i don't feel like i've used a single thing that i learned in college except for how to work an excel spreadsheet which i don't so even important though right much. excel for everybody it, like i i did not i i went to college to have fun i did not learn <laughs> But I enjoyed my time there. Oh, that's great. It's great school. All right. So back on to Blender Bombs. So you initially right. are plastic bag and teach everything. You what? Like everything I've done so far has been completely self-taught. Oh my gosh. Okay. So you start um, off with plastic bag, Shopify site, and then you added a cardboard box and then what? And then I went to a website that it was like, you guys have all seen them all over Instagram, I'm sure, people making stuff on their house. But it's just a typical 
plastic lined cardboard stand up pouch. Sure. Like a craft paper stand up pouch. And so I used that for the first year. Wow. Um, I would switch between craft paper and black paper. And I would just buy it off this website, send it to my house. And then I bought a heat sealer off Amazon for like $30 and <laughs> sealed the, would seal all the bags. <laughs> um, isn't and, that, I mean, this is, you're only I, three years in, I mean, and you've grown from that. I mean, c c continue, please. Amazing. Yeah, of course. So the first year I was, the first three months I was making them in my apartment and then it got a little bit too congested in my apartment. My poor roommate was so patient with me, but um, eventually I got a commercial kitchen wow. or I outsourced to a catering company who had a commercial kitchen. So that was another, and I'll, I'll make a note of this for anyone else who is starting their own business. This was one of the most stressful parts of scaling was finding the right co-packers. And I couldn't find a co-packer at first. So I called every catering company I could find in Charleston, asked if I could give them the recipe and pay them per bag that they would make. Wow. Um, so I would buy the ingredients and I would just pay them for their labor per bag. Sure. And they started they started making them and I was still doing the shipping for my apartment. It kept growing, kept growing. Then I paid them to start doing the shipping. Um, and then it kept growing, kept growing. I called, a, I was like DM people on Instagram who had, you know, bars and asked if I could hop on the phone with their founder to figure out how I can find a legitimate co-packer. Like wow. what equipment does this co-packer need? And, and it took weeks to get someone to call me back and like right. send the same emails over and over and over and over again. And wow. just that persistence. And finally, this one guy called me back. And it's funny because he's now since out of business. But he had a little bar company here in town. And um, he told me that I needed a VMAG machine. So then I Googled VMAG co-packers. And the first co-packer, I left a ton of voicemails at different co-packers. But the first guy to call me back is the one that we're still working with today. Wow. And they're out of Charlotte. Got it. Yeah. It's so not it's easy, right? a lot right? of persistence and... Um asking questions well in the food business i mean it, it takes the right partner or or co-packer and or distributor like i mean we get into distribution in a minute but like it's not easy to find that um versus if you're for example producing hard goods that aren't consumable does that make sense right and there's so much room for error with with food too that you got to make sure they have the right equipment they have the right certifications which i didn't know any of that stuff before and we've made a ton of mistakes because we didn't we didn't have, um, we didn't know that stuff before. Got it. So you start this uh, company, I'll call it, um, with an idea, a plastic bag, Shopify site, cardboard boxes, and you progress from there. At what point did you figure out you needed more help? Like, did and, and maybe even partners or others to come and help you? Like, what did that look like as you grow? And again, we're only three years in here, but like, how did that progression work for you? So we have no outside investment, which is cool. Like I started the company with $300 bootstrapped it <laughs> since every awesome. penny, like, you know, eating smoothies every day. <laughs> um, and so now we're, you know, now we're doing over 5 million in revenue a year, which is incredible, but, and still no outside investment. But, you know, one day we might um, need that to grow quicker. But my first hire was a girl named Kelly, and she was my assistant. She helped me with all the packaging and shipping, and we clicked so well. Wow. And she's she's a little manifester. I mean, one day she looked at me after I made her a smoothie while we were working in my apartment. 
she said, oh, I just wish someone could make these smoothies for us. Like, we should start a smoothie bar. And within a month, we had a permanent pop-up smoothie wow, bar. that's awesome. On our town sound location. So then she was not my assistant anymore. Right. Because <laughs> <laughs> she was running that. That's so pretty cool. So the smoothie cool. bar is a wholesale account for the Blender Bomb. Got and it. And so the smoothie bar is me and Kelly and my fiance, Scott, is a partner in that as well. And we have something that is called a management contract with a guy who has experience in the restaurant industry. So we give him 5% of our sales and he manages the restaurant, which is incredible because I don't have time to do both. Right. So I needed someone to kind of replace my expertise and um, he's been great. So for anyone who has a restaurant and they need some help with managing, I would suggest looking for someone who can do a management contract with you, who has a proven track record, get references, all that stuff. Sure. But anyway, so the the blender bomb. So I lost her as an assistant. She became a business partner, and then my first real hire was a year later, and I hired my fiance, my <laughs> then boyfriend. He was an attorney. So I had to buy him out of his salary. Oh my with, gosh! <laughs> yeah. Um, and so yeah, it was awesome. We worked together, just the two of us, for six months. It was incredible. We didn't fight. We didn't. <laughs> argue and then we started hiring more people and that is when we started arguing a little bit more how about we work through it and figured out you know our strengths and who should be in charge of what etc and so now he runs the business with me and you know he handles big retail and accounts like whole foods and he does the logistics and i handle more of the new product development and hr and the marketing and we play on each other's strengths, which is good. I love that. Well, um, Blender Bombs are omega-3 rich smoothie boosters designed to make your smoothie the ultimate meal replacement. Blend them in your smoothie, break them over your bowl, or bite them for a snack. I think that sounds yummy. Um, so tell me, there was the original bomb, um, but then how did you decide to add the goji coconut and acai, the aloe and Irish sea moss, the cacao and peanut butter, the, oh my gosh, there's like, there's more. I mean, like it's, so how did you decide to go from one to many and, and what was the impetus behind some of those flavors? I'll call them. So all the blender bombs, I would say like 80% of all the blender bombs are the same. And then we just tweak probably like, honestly, more like 85 to 90%. The base is the same because we want the nutrients to kind of be the same in every flavor. And then, so when we were creating the different smoothie flavors for the smoothie bar, we realized that we were adding a lot of the same ingredients to the smoothies. So we were adding goji berries or peanut butter or cacao powder or, you know, um, CBD even. And there we so go. Cannabis. We just went ahead and made some, yeah. So we just went ahead and made some different blender bump flavors uh, that contain that stuff. So it's one less thing that you have to add to your smoothie. Got it. And then I, it's already rolled up into that blender bomb. And I keep saying smoothie, but equally as much as people putting them in smoothies, they crumble them over oatmeal bowls, they crumble sure. them over yogurt, or they bite them, bite as a them snack. like a snack. Yeah. That's kind of my thought. Um, now, were there so but what was the idea behind it? Did you already have these flavors figured out or you know did you get some requests for this like how did you figure out what direction to go with some of these I call them flavors but maybe it's just a different brand if I'll call it that or an extension of the blender bomb So I ran some polls on my Instagram story Oh there we uh, go things, like I would just run different flavors and see which ones people wanted the most and that's kind of what I ran with and it was so easy to make the recipes because it didn't change much. I just sure. 
you know, took away a little bit of the seeds or some of the nuts and replaced it with the goji berries or, you know, the peanut butter, things like that. Switched the almonds for peanuts, like little tweaks like that. So we didn't really change the recipe that much. Now, did you have to get some help from someone that knew like how to mix food product or like do ingredients and all that? How did that work out? At the very, like the first year, I didn't need any help because it was the same <laughs> it was just the kitchen, recipe. Right. So I took the... <laughs> I took the measurements that I had been putting in my smoothie for years, you know, the smoothie that helps me lose the 30 pounds. Right. And I took all those measurements and I just multiplied it by like 40 <laughs> and Perfect. added and then added 40 dates to it and then mushed all of that together with like a food processor and with my hands and then, you know, measured it out into the blender bomb size to make sure that the ball was big enough to have all the servings that I needed Got it. in that single ball. Wow. It's just math. <laughs> I love it. And it works. Um, <laughs> now I, I yeah. noticed also you've, you've gone beyond just the blender bombs. You've got the bomb butter, the bomb drizzle, which is out of stock by the way. Um, like, so how did you, how did you decide, Hey, we're going <laughs> to add these other components too. And then was that, I mean, these are different types of packaging and, and whatnot. So was that a different approach in terms of adding those? Yeah, so it started off with, it's, okay, here's a good analogy. Think about a salad. You've got the base of your salad, which is the leafy greens. And then you're going to, and for the smoothie, that's the fruits and the vegetables, which got is the it. base of your smoothie. And then for your salad, you're going to sprinkle on some um, protein, or not sprinkle, but you're going to add some protein totally. to it. Totally, grilled chicken. salmon or shrimp, whatever. And so that's what the blender bomb is for the smoothie. But then you also want to add the salad dressing to your salad to make it crunchy or the taco strips. And that is what the granola is. So Got a lot of people it. add granola on top of their smoothie. So they chew it and they get a crunch and it keeps them full for a little bit longer. And then back to the salad, a lot of people add cheese to it for flavor. And that's what the bomb butter is. You add the bomb butter to the blender and it adds fiber and flavor to your smoothie. And last but not least on the salad, you add dressing. And that's what the bum drizzle is to the smoothie. It's a date and aloe-based dressing. <laughs> that's awesome. I love the analogy. I went straight from the leafy greens to the salad dressing, and I missed the middle part. But uh, my family yeah, would not you be. Missed... I know my family would not be surprised. No, I mean, <laughs> would you ever eat a salad? Like, would you ever eat leafy greens with just dressing? No, I want my grilled chicken on there. The I want the, the the strips. I want the cheese and the. Uh, yeah, I'm in. I, I like the way you described exactly. it better than I. I, I failed. So at that. you can have leafy greens with dressing and that's just the side salad, right? You can have right. that with your cheeseburger or whatever. But if you want to make that salad a meal, you have to add all that stuff. And keep, there's no company out there that was turning smoothies into true meal replacements. That's so cool. And that's kind of what we've done with our product. Okay, love it. So what, let's talk about Route to Market. So you started off with the Shopify site, which for those that may not have used Shopify, a great way to just to like pop up your own store and like be e-commerce ready. Like it can be done in a day really a couple hours um as long as you have products yeah. to, to ship um has it progressed from there or like what does that look like as you've increased your sales yeah so we've done this is our third rendition of the website so the first one i made the second one i paid someone 800 dollars to make and the one i have now <laughs> we paid someone you know two years later we paid them like five thousand dollars to make yeah great website and by the way we I love it Thanks. And it's got to get better. Like it's still not perfect, but 
the biggest thing that helped us scale was Instagram at first. Like we did zero digital marketing until last year. Um, so we got to about like 3 million in sales with just Instagram. And that was screenshotting testimonials, having an ambassador program, word of mouth, working with influencers, like where we would give them a percent of the sales that they drove in. And like the cool thing about Blender Bombs is that they really do change people's lives. So it's, it's not a hard sell. Like we get a lot of influencers who have, you know, the Blender Bombs have helped them in some way, whether it's relieving a stress, you know, of feeding their kids something healthy or helping them with food, uh, you know, adding more fruits and vegetables to their diet or just weight loss, things like that. And so it's easy for these influencers to want to talk about it and want to promote it because it, it is an integrity. It's a product with high integrity. Now, was that an area that you were strong in or was that, uh, like, did you know how to do social marketing, social media marketing, whatnot, or was that an area where you had to get help? Like, what did that look like? That was all me. I would say I have no eye for design whatsoever. <laughs> so we didn't really have a good aesthetic until I hired someone to, to actually do the design of our Instagram feed. But that's, what's cool is that people don't care what your design looks like right. necessarily. What's what's so important is that it's a good product and it's going to enrich someone's lives. And so all I focused on was having people explain what the Blender Bomb does and how it helps them, why people should buy it, where they can buy it, what it does for you, how to, how to use it. And then that's all we needed, that and a website and like a crappy instagram and the product still sold <laughs> and now awesome. with a better instagram it's it's easier to sell it but it definitely wasn't impossible to sell it before i love that um so looking forward now like what would be the priorities over the next i'd say you know six to 12 months for you guys in terms of your growth and, and where you're headed we are launching bomb bars this month which we've been working on for a year and a half and they are so delicious Yum. They're so good. Yum. And yeah, yeah, we'll have to send you some. We'll send you some of everything. <laughs> be sending my address when out. we finish. Yes. <laughs> That's awesome. Yes. Um and we are doing a year long road trip in the Blender Bombs R V next year. Oh, that's to cool. Help promote the product in <laughs> other so cities awesome. where that we don't have a lot of, you know, customers. Now, okay, th that actually brings up an interesting question. You know, what about you know, brick and mortar retail, grocery, um, mm. even specialty, like you know, a lot of places I could see selling your product, especially the way it's packaged. What's been your thought around that? So, um, we did just direct to consumer and like small wholesale accounts up until last year, up until January of 2019 is when we first started wholesaling. And I remember going on my Instagram story one day and being like, you know, everyone, we get so many DMs every week, people telling us that we should have the Blender Bombs and Whole Foods. And that's a lot easier said than done because they don't totally. answer my emails. Or like, <laughs> right. You know, it's got to be They get pitched by so many companies though, Helen, right? I mean, you know. <laughs> right. Yeah, it's got to be the customer asking for the product and then eventually maybe Whole Foods will bite. So I said, if anyone works for corporate Whole Foods, let me know. Um, I would, I, I've got to read I've got to get in touch with a human at Whole Foods. And within an hour, 
I had an email from someone at Whole Foods asking us to fly to Austin to pitch the product. Oh, wow. And a year later, we're on 70% of the shelves across the, the United States. That is awesome. I mean, that's so great. What a great story. Ask for from, help. Just ask for help. People want to be in. I mean, when people are bought into a brand, they want to help to be successful. That's, that's so awesome. Exactly. Um, that's incredible. Um, what, last thing I wanted to, to ask you, and we talked about this before we hit record, was you, know, you have learned a lot in getting started out of your apartment and then and growing and I mean, just a couple years into a multi-million dollar business and I mean, so much in front of you. Like what have been two or three lessons learned you could share with our audience? Um, I, I love hearing thoughts on this from our entrepreneurs that are on and I, I can't wait to hear yours. Yeah, so... God, I could give you a whole list. <laughs> well, we don't have to. We can go longer is, than two or three. I mean, you could go five, <laughs> ten. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, we'll see where it takes us. But this wasn't on my original thought process. But what you just said about asking for help, people want to be invested in a brand. They want to feel a part of something, and they want to help. It's fulfilling for someone to help another person. So that is why nonprofits exist, right? They don't make money, but they're fulfilled by helping other people. Love that. So when you ask a customer for help, they're going to help you. When you ask another business person for help, they're going to help you. It's very rare that you'll have someone be like, no. If right. It's, if it's a sincere <laughs> ask for help, totally. you know? Right. Um, and then another thing, and I think this is super important, is that leadership is a trickle-down so especially in startups, it's going to be a small business for a very long time. You know, we've been in business three years. We only have seven full-time people. But one of my main priorities is to work on myself and my uh, personal growth and make sure that I can be a good leader that these people want to work for. Because in a startup, no one's going to be getting paid a lot of money. They're in it for the long run. They're in it for the mission. And they're in it because they believe in the product, Right. Um, otherwise they could get a job somewhere else that pays a lot more, but, um, they want to be happy where they are and they want to work for someone who they can be proud to represent. And so it's really important, I think, to learn to respond instead of react because mm. you know, this, that entrepreneurship and owning a business, is just constantly putting out fires and pivoting and figuring out what's next. And if, if the leader of that business can master responding instead of responding to a situation, instead of reacting to a situation, it'll trickle down into your whole team and everything will be so much more zen and productive. Wow, I love that. Uh, another good book for that is Let My People Go Surfing. Have you read that? No, Let My People Go Surfing? All right, tell me about that one. Yes, it's by the founder of Patagonia. Let my Got it. What's so great about the it's book? so good. What did you like about He's it? He's got a great leadership style. Um, I like that he does things very different than most of corporate America. He kind of has a leadership style that gives his employees a lot of trust and a lot of freedom. Wow. Got a lot of reviews on Amazon, too. And people, you know, Patagonia also doesn't have any outside investment. It's private. He still owns, I think he still owns 100% of it, but I could be wrong on that. I'm actually not sure. But all I know is that He's done a lot of things right. Wow. I love that. Great recommendation. Yeah. Let my people go surfing the education of a reluctant businessman. That's the book. Um, this has been so great. <laughs> Helen. I just pulled it up. Um, Helen, this is so cool. So excited for you guys. Share with our audience where they can connect with you, your website, Instagram, et cetera. Of course. So 
Um, my Instagram, the easiest thing would be at blender bombs, plural, or you can go to my personal, which is at hush up and hustle. And there's a tag <laughs> to that business and the smoothie bar and other projects we have going on on there. That's awesome. Helen, it's been so great meeting you. I love this product. I definitely can't wait to try the bars out. I, there's a couple pro- there's yeah. a couple of the bomb flavors I'm I'm going to order um and I'm excited about it. Thank you so much for coming on the podcast. Thank you. Have a good day. Talk soon. The Contender Cast is sponsored by Henderson Shapiro Peck and powered by Contender Brands. You can download additional Contender Cast episodes directly via Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Amazon Music, Spotify, iHeartMedia, YouTube, and other preferred podcast platforms. If you would like to be a guest on the ContenderCast, connect with us at ContenderCast.com. This is Brian Benson reminding you that every winner started as a contender.